0: I'm Lisa Koski Thank you so much for joining us for the 18th episode of Doing Divorce Different. You have a treat in store today. We've got the lovely Tosh Britton, otherwise known as the divorce goddess with us, and she has so many tools and lessons. And I think the thing that I love the most was that kindness takes courage and she walks us through how she made the decision to be kind through her divorce and has had just a beautiful life beyond. Welcome, friends. Here I am again, feeling very blessed from my barn. And you know, it's kind of here, it's kind of rainy, and I um, am so excited because. I have a guest that I always feel like is a ray of sunshine and I think it's your yellow color. And I have Tosh Britton, the divorce goddess with me today. And truly I've gotten to know Tosh a little bit on Instagram and I just love your soul and your message. And I feel so excited to get to know you a little bit better and to get some, you know, inspiring tips from you. But I did want to, Tosh, before you come in and tell us a little bit more about your authentic story and how you got to where you are, that's what we're going to find out today. And then she's going to give us some tips about going through a heated divorce and maybe how to help you when the divorce is done a little bit too. But when I read your mission, and by the way, you have a beautiful website that has so much information and help for people. And um, I love, I didn't say this yet. You are like all the way across the pond in England. You're the furthest person I've ever interviewed on my podcast. Yay. <laughs> Can you help us over here. I mean, I just love this that this has happened. This is a blessing of COVID, I think. But let mm-hmm. me read your mission because it is so in line with mine. And then we'll just go into you talking about yourself a little bit, and giving us some tips. Your mission is to empower and support those going through divorce to change their mindset. I love that. Change their mindset from victim and blame and anger to acceptance and forgiveness, compassion and self-kindness. To thrive rather than survive so they can live a wonderful life beyond. Love that. And that is what I want from my clients So, um, you know, I just, I'm thankful that you're here. I'm thankful that you've got your things out in the world. And I'm excited to find out a little bit more about you.
1: I just want to say thank you so much for that lovely introduction. I'm sitting here going, wow, did I write all that? I can't remember. (laughs) You know, you kind of live it and somebody reminds you. It's really lovely. So thank you for reminding me as well and um lovely to be here with you in your barn you mentioned a horse earlier and i love horses so oh. for me the whole energy of all of this is just beautiful so i'm i'm very in my comfort zone so thank you very much for creating this um the space for us to talk um yeah i uh I, I guess my parents went through a divorce, and um, they kind of went through an okay divorce, but for me, it was after the divorce, the anger and the continuing blame and everything, and unfounded, but, and I just, I had this real moment, this light bulb moment, and these friends were saying to me, "Gone, you know, you've got to go after him and get this and get that, and, and I had this rock in my stomach, and I just thought, I don't want to fight. I don't want to feel like this for the next few, you know, months, years, however long it's going to be. I'm just going to consciously make a decision to go, no, I'm just going to do a little experiment and I'm quite stubborn as well and, and just be kind and just you you know, like channel that stubbornness into something really kind and, um, and, and I did, and I just thought, I'm just going to be kind. Every time something comes up, I'm going to look at it from a place of kindness, mindfulness, and I'm lit and I'm literally just going to see what happens because we know what happens when there's anger and conflict and bitterness and resentment and, you know all of that stuff which is understandable because you're going through tough times but just kind of go do you know what let's just take a step back and just come from the heart rather than the head Mm -hmm. Um, and that really was my my whole sort of premise and i sat down started writing my blog my blog became you know it was a blog and then it became a website and whatever else and I just remember thinking, uh if I was thinking like this, and it started in two thousand and fourteen, um there must be others thinking like this, yeah. um I really love what you were saying earlier about don't worry about what happens because but my dog's just found a tennis ball and keep throwing <laughs> it at my leg. <laughs> like, can you play with me? It's Friday afternoon. <sighs> So um I'm gonna keep focused, but if you hear this little sort of bumping on the carpet, that's what's going on. Go ahead and throw the ball too
0: if you need to. I, do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that I love that that you suggested that, you know. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, that was my whole premise. And I just thought, let's just do, let's just be experimental about this. Let's have the courage, you know, you're a strong mm-hmm. person, have the courage to do things differently and just see what happens can i ask you um you know you talk about being
0: kind through this and if i think about my clients or myself um that you know and i've talked to some other people where they kind of fake it till they get there but sometimes if i really intentionally go to a place and find compassion and it's really real from me. I find that it works better, um, you know, to have that feeling to go along with the action. Can you speak a little bit about what that was like for you? Like, did you just have to kind of fake it and smile, and or were you able to
1: actually get to a place where you felt it? Yeah, I, um, I think setting an intention is a really strong first step. I think it's really foundational and you know, when you decide, and I actually wrote a letter to myself as well, and this is, you know, stuff I use in my work as well, is, you know, write a letter to yourself, what do you want, how do you want this to feel, you know, you know, the BS around lying to yourself about pretending to be nice when you're not, it's like, it's exhausting living like that, so just kind of just Ha, try find the courage and it's hard you know especially if you're dealing with somebody who's very difficult and very deliberately being antagonistic and you know high conflict and nasty, all those other words you can use um it's just actually do you know when you own it yourself when you hold your power and go do you know what i'm not going to be knocked off my my kindness you know my my stool my chair because i am coming from my heart And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be dishonest to myself, first of all. And, you know, there's always that, you know, that you can tell when people are doing that whole nice just because they want to be nice. And it, it just stinks. And you just... And I kind of work quite a lot. Um, I don't know if that's something your viewers think about is is like energy. It's like, how do people feel? You can smell it when somebody's mm-hmm. not being authentic. You feel it and it gets your back up and makes you kind of like, mm-hmm. and automatically you're coming from a more negative place rather than going, you know, I mean, you might as well just be unkind to somebody or mad at them rather than do the whole like, oh, la, la, la. And children get it as well.
0: I know. They feel it anyway. That's what I always think. So you can fake it, but they still feel it. Um, So tell me, how did that work for you? So you were kind. How was your um, ex-spouse? What was his reaction to that?
1: So, you know, when we're, we're both quite stubborn people, and I remember when we told our friends and family, they were like, run for the hills. Oh, my God, lock down <laughs> the hatches. This is going to be like one almighty. And because somebody said that, it was almost like, I, I remember thinking, no, we're not going to give you what you're expecting. Well, this was me anyway. Right. And, uh, and it's that mischievous part of me that goes, uh-uh, I'm just going to go against the norm and do things differently. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember saying to him one day, I remember thinking to myself, having had that conversation with these friends when they were telling me to go after him and get everything. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, just talk to him and I said to him by the way you do know I'm not going to do this in a bad way I want us to be really you know want us to be really cool if we can and to be really understanding and really mindful you know of each mm-hmm. other and our you know we both have parents have been divorced so you know can we try and learn and find a way through and I remember him kind of looking at me going, Oh my God, where's this going? What's she <laughs> up to? Like, if I say yes, is it going to be like, open up a whole can of right. like, Pandora's box? And, uh, and I went, no, no, I'm being really serious. And I said, and do you remember what our friend said about running for the Hills? And I said, we don't have to do it that way. And he kind of said, Oh, I'm just going to go away and think about this. And I said, and, and I literally just thought to myself, I've said it. Yep. And and if nothing else, if he decides not to, I can't do anything about that. And that is quite a lot about how I work is that you when you yeah. take ownership of how, yes. you know, you think, what you feel, what you say, how you act, all of that stuff. Then you are in your power and you can't do anything about what anybody else your ex wants to do. And people go, oh, I want to make him do this. And he's going or she even. And you just go, hang on, you can't. And you're just going to, it's just going to get worse because they're going to dig their heels in because let's be honest, you're getting a divorce. They don't have to do anything you want them to do. Right. You know, and
0: what I love is that you're adding so much value to this world that you did it different and you're telling people about how you did it different because it is sad you know, my business is growing. There's more people that want to do this together. They want to work through it. And especially, you know, when there's kids involved, but even just the integrity of it, if there's not children involved. Mm-hmm. So I wish that the world could know that this is an option and that, and to change how the culture sees mm-hmm. because people don't even think they have an option to not fight. So, okay. So now I'm curious, (laughs) your husband went away and was thinking about this. Did he work with
1: you? Uh, Yeah. He just, I I think I just said this, I'm going to give you nothing. I'm not going to fight you. I'm just going to do it with kindness. And, and you know what the thing is about with kindness, it doesn't make you a doormat. It doesn't mean to say you don't have it. You know, kindness is the power. Right. it's the cool stuff it's the you know it's the bigger person stuff. and I'm not going wow I'm the bigger person it's just and people don't have anywhere to go when people are kind to people it's much harder to be unkinder back to them you know and to carry on with the fight because you've got nothing to hold on to it's a bit like velcro you know yes. there's no kind of spiky bits you've got nothing to stick to so you just be kind and cool and that's what he 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 just kind of went, okay, we'll, we'll just go with
0: it. Yep. And you know, I was just thinking too, with your clients, I bet most of the time, like when you're working with one and teaching them this method, I can't imagine that it's too often that it doesn't work out better for them, even if you're just working with that one person. Is that true?
1: It's really true. And in fact, actually, I had somebody the other day who, who came to me and they were so angry about, you know, very uh, sort of upset and hurt and judging themselves and turning in on themselves as well about, you know, oh, I wish I'd done this and why. And uh, and she I, I said to her, I said, you know, that she got her divorce papers too, and I was we were talking about how she felt about it. And and I just said um, and she said, you know, it's OK. And I said. Because. And she, she was like worrying about the future. And I said, Okay, so you why don't we try and make this right? And I said, Do You want to write your ex a letter to say thank you for being cool during the divorce? Because it, it wasn't hugely antagonistic, but that but he had walked away from her and um with somebody else and had an affair. And so she wrote this letter to him to say thank you, or emailed to say thank you for being cool and I wish you well in your life. Now he'd had an affair and and he came back with it and she was like, Oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to do this, but I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So I wanna make it right. It's just like almost that word healing. It's like healing yes. all those layers or healing all those scratchy bits. They're all left, you know, from in many people's lives out there forever, yes. sort of floating around with the sharp edges that sort of ping us still if we don't heal them and smooth them out, make them good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and her ex came back with an email saying, I just want to say thank you. That was the most beautiful email I've ever, you know, if ever there's anything, you know, we can do, work together in the future for the kids and everything, just know I'm always here and you can always ask me for help.
0: Wow. That's huge. And I think, yeah. And I think that is, um, you know, I keep trying to think of because I'm, I'm an attorney, but I'm a little bit different because I work together with them and I like to coach them so that their mm-hmm. life is better in the future. So that could be a great way to do it. I mean, at the end of it all, to have them because what's important to me is they got there, they got where they are for a reason.
1: Now mm-hmm. I want it
0: to be better and to heal. So, I mean, I feel like I've gotten so many. I'm writing, I'm taking notes. I'm a mediator (laughs) as I listen. So, you're kind of telling me, you know, I said I had just a couple, I wanted to hear your story. And then I wanted to hear how you help people through a divorce and after. Is there any more that you want to add? You know, you talked about um, really intentionally feeling kindness. And I did hear your puppy dog, and that's okay.
1: She's really cute as well. Yeah, I bet she is. <laughs> no Rose. No, I'm on the I'm on the gone. I did hear a really funny story I just want to share with you. Yes. Um, and there was a sort of online court case going on in the UK and this yes. barrister was standing there, was sitting there in his very smart, you know, jacket and, like, you know, shirt and t- tie and everything, the whole thing. Anyway, and suddenly his dog started barking and he got up out of his chair and he had this big, huge hole in these scabby pair of tracksuit bottoms in his no. bottom. And everybody just collapsed in his court. Oh my, oh, my gosh, God. did that go viral? Uh, no, but it, it, it wasn't being reported a bit. Can you oh, imagine?
0: I, oh, you know what, though? They're <laughs> people, too, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're all in this together. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> and even the judge, everybody is fine. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I mean, just for me. I mean, for me, what I love is using like a divorce, you know, it's like one of the big life shocks. We all know that. Yes. You know, and it, your your whole life has just been, you know, the rugs being pulled out from underneath you. And I always describe the experience of going down into this rabbit hole where nothing is as it seems. And I'm sure there's been a, a book written about that, um, you know. And so everything you ever knew in your life to be as it was is just now different. Right. Um, And that's where I really kind of work about sort of coming back to yourself. Like you have, it's so important, this element of self-care, emotional, mental, physical self-care, spiritual self-care, you know, that's your thing as well. And to look after yourself, because when you're in a, when you're looking after yourself and you're more aware of how you're going to be, when you show up to meetings, you do pickups, drop-offs. And I always talk about the, You know, um, Dr. Christopher Willard did H-A-L-T, HALT, and I put an I in there because illness is a thing these days. And it's about being hungry, um, angry, ill, lonely, tired. And it's just that check-in and I kind of recommend that families write this down and put it on their, you know, in their kitchen somewhere or family space and and if their kids are feeling a little bit off, off, you know, as well before they go to school but they don't want to talk, they can just point to one of the letters and go, I feel hungry or I feel angry, I feel lonely, tired and it's so simple. That if we check in and we just go, okay, so I'm going to go to mediation or I'm going to do some work. We're going to write down our co-parenting plan, you know, what we're going to do, just checking in. How do I feel? How can I help myself feel better? You know, eating something, drinking some more water if I'm feeling. Yes, how can I make myself
0: feel better? I love that. You
1: know, don't supercharge yourself with a coffee or something sugary, you know. Just notice how you feel. How does your body, you know, have something that's going to fill you up, but it's just going to, you know, keep the old, you know, the you know, jets cooler,
0: you know, attached to. And one thing I just thought of this last night, if I have a feeling like I'm feeling anxious, I used to run away from it and I am a runner. I mean, I physically like to run and it is the story of my life. But um, if I stop and look at it, and say, well, hello there, Anxiety, yeah. I know you well. Suddenly, mm-hmm. I have this complete calmness. It is the most amazing thing. I'm like, I don't,
1: I can take care of this. And I it's, find that amazing. It is. It's The, it, the yeah. irony is that when you walk, when you kind of approach things, they're kind of not as crazy as, you know, and, and as big as they seem. And actually, I think yes. I use this quite a lot, the whole mountain and molehills, It's like everything is a molehill. And when we push it away and we push it away and we know it's there and it's growing and we feel guilty and we beat ourselves up and all that stuff. That if something is coming up for you and you're feeling it in your body as well, because we all feel stress in our body. Mm -hmm. You know, what is it? You know, just being aware enough to go, do you know, what, what small thing I can do now? to help myself and Mm -hmm. and the other thing I heard the other day actually that I really liked is somebody said I'm doing anxiety so you're not anxious I'm doing it I'm just doing it for this moment in time for this day I'm doing anxiety (laughs) oh and then it makes it less it's it's just less anxiety inducing
0: yes I love that okay so there's a tip while you're going and I mean, I think the thing that's scary is when you're going through a divorce, it's so scary and that you are probably afraid that if you feel the feeling, you're going to wind up not being able to function. Mm-hmm. And I think what I'm hearing you say is that's not true. And give yourself a little time. And, and like you said, the mountains and the molehills, if you let yourself feel it, and that's not saying this is going to be easy because it's not
1: yeah and that that is absolutely and and, and just to maybe just mention that you know and people say to me oh you had an easy divorce and you know it was kind and you know your ex was compliant you know well I I, I mean I can't even tell you about what my ex does in the world but <laughs> you, you just you know uh, kindness it takes courage Yes. It's far easier to go and just go, right, no. I'm just going to go to war and battle and fight and court yes. and everything and throw it all out. It's actually, but in taking that very brave, courageous step to be kinder about the process, no matter what your ex is doing to you, right. like you owning your experience, you 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 diminish or you, you reduce the fallout your future life because you haven't got that whole load of mental, physical, like financial that's going to impact that baggage later.
0: Yes. You're allowing yourself, you're giving yourself the gift to heal. Okay. So now when you've got someone who's gone through the divorce and they're looking forward, scary time too. They're alone. Everything's new and now they actually have the time to look at that. What is what are some tips that you can think of that could help? I mean I think you've even done podcasts on um, dating and you know all that
1: fun stuff. Okay, so I moving forwards, I think it's always really good to kind of write yourself a letter about what you were good at in your life beforehand. You know, what is it? What are your skills like? Like, go back, go back to being a teenager and, you know, having, you know, doing whatever you were doing and owning your stuff or, you know, your 20s, your 30s. What were you really good at? And remind yourself just how extraordinary you are. And and to know, I mean, I always talk about, you know, the whole divorce. Divorce is like a, a degree. Right. And, and future life management. I mean, being on your own, it, it of course it's scary, but just you know, if you can just look at what you've done, what you've been through, how cool you are. Yeah, and, so also, and also do something differently as well. My child, I don't know if you can see them, but I kind of have these feathers that I put in my hair, these little clouds. I feathers. did not see those. Okay, and I have I have some, I think I have a pink one still left. And I just thought, I'm just going to wear feathers for the rest of my life in my hair. <laughs> I love it. I had no
0: idea you wore feathers.
1: I, and I just, you know, I, I've been into sort of like, you know, book launches and magazine parties, and people go, Oh my goodness me, what have you got in your hair? And i right. just, I've, I've got feathers because <laughs> you know what, life is too short, not. To do something definitely. So do you know what? If you really want to go buy that yellow jumper or put feathers in your hair or start something new, Mm -hmm. what does it matter? You've been through a divorce, you've been through some really bad stuff. Just use your divorce and that whole experience of your life blowing apart to go, do you know what? Life is too short now.
0: Oh, I love that. And what I'm hearing, a little bit of the message in there too, that I love is how important it is to love yourself and that's what you're reminding yourself
1: yeah and can I just also tell you something I'm not sure this is for men as well but you know it is it, going to be out there I right. always always recommend so uh, the first thing I say to all my clients before I start working with them is go and buy a pair of red knickers <laughs> you'll probably not <laughs> Because twofold, right? So, if like kind of I'm into chakras and things like that, you know, uh-huh. energy the centers. So, your root chakra is your full blown safety, strength, security, you know, it's like your first one. And obviously, your knickers are going to be there. And so, that's kind of in your, you know, your thighs. Yeah. And then, secondly, Always wear a pair of red knickers to all your big meetings because if nothing else, you know that you've got mischief going on underneath (laughs) and nobody else does. That, my dear, is the first time I have ever heard that (laughs) advice, and I love it. Because I think you've got to have a little bit of mischief in all this kind of, like, craziness. You've got to find the joy, the mischief, the... Oh, God. Otherwise, Find the joy. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that's not always easy. No, but that's why you've got to, that's why I just say, go, go, go buy yourself a parent. I love it. And it, it
0: kind of goes <laughs> along with what you were saying, you know, about writing yourself a letter about how extraordinary you are and remembering that. And yeah, um, I can't believe how fast this is going. My goodness. No. But I do, I have to ask you something else. That is a little bit off. So in closing, just that I I want to know you better because you're so interesting to me and and I'm kind of in awe. But tell me about you swim in the sea (laughs) when it's cold.
1: (laughs) So about about three, (laughs) yeah. So about three years ago, it was in January, and I was like, I'd take myself off to for a retreat to a friend's cottage in uh, in Cornwall, which is this lovely area in the UK, and uh, it's of like the Atlantic waters. And um, and it was the most beautiful morning, and I'd been, like, following this guy called Wim Hof. I don't know if you're aware of him. He's like the ice man, so he does these amazing things in cold yes. water and ice and snow. Anyway, and I thought, come on, get over yourself. And I used to live in the Middle East – and I always like my house is really hot, and I was yeah. like, just, just, just try grow your resilience. That's why I always suggest to people. They do something different, and okay. I just thought, go get in that sea. So I literally went into the sea for about ten seconds, and literally ran out going, oh my goodness me. But I felt incredible, and now I take myself off maybe two, three times a week, and I swim without a wetsuit and. At, or I bob around sometimes if it's only if it's freezing, and uh, I have this real it's all I'm, I'm quite addicted to it actually. So I'll be walking across this seaweed that's got ice on, and then so you just,
0: okay, you have to tell us because
1: we're a little for I mean, we get real cold here. How cold is it when you're swimming? It goes down to about I don't know about six or six degrees, maybe I think it was six degrees last winter, maybe less than that. Oh, uh, or maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And then water <laughs> temperature or air temperature? Oh, no, it's water temperature. Wow. And, and but it's amazing because you just, uh, I just do this breathing and I just go, come on, girl, get over yourself. This is, you know, get out of your head, get into your body. And you get into the water and you literally have the, mo- I don't dive in or anything. I just kind of walk in mm-hmm. and you just feel so, you, literally walk out that sea that cold water going right okay hello world that is amazing and it's (laughs) funny because you are like me and I I've
0: heard this before too and you know people that I really respect and follow do the ice water I have I so this is what I do Tash I wash my face with cold water in the morning (laughs) that's why you look so fabulous I don't know. I mean, I, I've tried the cold shower thing and
1: it's, um, pretty harsh for me. Okay. Okay. Can I just say I yes. don't cold shower? I, cause like my bathroom is like my, 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 like a safe space for me. I love my yeah. bathroom. So I don't do cold showers unless I really haven't been swimming for ages, but yeah. Cold water on the face, splashing. But it's all this stuff that we were taught by years, by grandparents, you know, just splashing cold water on your face yes. and just kind of yes. taking those deep breaths, going out into nature, all that lovely yes. stuff. Yeah. Do you live by the sea, Tash? Uh, I live about 20 minutes away. Nice. So just just close enough that I can get up at six and down at the water for about like 6.30. Can I just oh, there's something so beautiful about being in the water and going, well, I did it. And then the sun hits the sea. And it just it becomes gold, the golden sea at like 630 in the morning. And you just go, wow, how amazing is it to be alive. And look at me bathed in sunshine in the sea. You know, I love that because when i started this out didn't i say that
0: that's how i saw you like it's a gloomy day and i have a little ray of i mean it is and you i mean i think that a lot of your um branding is yellow i mean yeah. you look like a ray of sunshine and that must have inspired you or touched you and and you see it in in what you do so thank you i love that and i dear Tosh, I'm so thankful that you were here with us today, and I will put all the ways people can connect with you in our (laughs) show notes, so it's your, and you are the divorce goddess, and you have great um, little videos on Instagram, and um, you have online courses, you have so much to offer people to help them through these difficult, difficult times, you know? I don't know if you ever help people outside of divorce through a difficult time because it might I, be
1: similar. Yeah, I am um, I used to work, um, I used to coach people who are living through and beyond cancer as well. And yeah. I've also worked a lot with mums who've lost children, older children. Oh. So I've kind of done a whole range yeah. of things, but it's all it all comes back to the same, you know, principles of self-care and you know just yep. Just, you know, being with you. And yep. when, you, when you're when you with you, you own yourself. And nobody can take that away from you. Because yep. I think we live in a very disempowered world and where, you know, we feel like, oh, you know, come back, come back to being you. And yes. then you have that solid foundation. You have your own back.
0: Yep. I love that. And I feel like I've kind of done that journey. And, um, you know, it really was in my late 40s before I really started getting there, yes. which is, and I'm just so thankful that I'm where I am now. And um, this has been one of my favorite podcasts oh. and I know the listeners are going to love it too. You just are such a gem and I
1: thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here with me today. And from my heart too, thank you for having me on. I'm, you know, it's I love talking to uh my fellow kind of you know yes. community uh, wherever you are in the world and you know what, that's what I love about this life is that we get to speak to so many amazing people.
0: Oh, you know I'm, it, yes I'm so is. thankful and thankful for you. you. So
1: thank you so much. Take Pleasure, care yeah. Tash you too. Bye bye Lily.
0: Nice wasn't that amazing You can find Tosh at divorcegoddess.com. Check her out. She has so many resources, webinars, and um, courses to help you through the divorce process and beyond. See you next week.